and remain involved in the church and school. Though a number of the novel's characters are well-traveled, they view places like America and Europe as exotic. However, John Paul Fitzpatrick travels to Chicago on business, and Rachel's son Rob and his family plan to live in New York for two years. A small portion of the novel occurs in Melbourne, where Tess, Will, Felicity, and Liam live and own an advertising agency. Character List Cecilia Fitzpatrick, St. Angela's school mom and alumnus and successful Tupperware consultant, married to John Paul with three children, Polly 6, Esther 10, and Isabel 12. John Paul Fitzpatrick, Cecilia's husband and father to her children, a successful businessman, a well-respected community member, and a doting father. Tess Curtis, advertising account executive, wife to Will and mother to Liam, 6, St. Angela's alumnus and new St. Angela's school mom. Will Curtis, advertising creative director, husband to Tess and father to Liam, who has recently announced he is in love with Felicity. Felicity, Tess's cousin, the daughter of her mother's twin sister and raised with Tess as a sister. Graphic designer at the firm Tess, Will, and Felicity own. Recently announced she is in love with Will. Lucy O'Leary, Tess's mother and Felicity's aunt who lives in Sydney and has a broken ankle throughout the novel. Rachel Crowley, wife to Ed, deceased, mother to Rob and Janie, deceased, and grandmother to Jacob, St. Angela's respected school secretary who believes Connor Whitby killed her daughter. Janie Crowley, killed at the age of 17, left at a park with rosary beads in her hands. Rob Crowley, husband of Lawrence and father to Jacob, a toddler, a real estate agent with a consistently perky personality. Lauren Crowley, Rob's wife and Jacob's mother, a successful project manager who has a strained relationship with her mother-in-law. Connor Whitby, a former accountant, Tessa's former boyfriend, Janie's former boyfriend, and Rachel's key suspect in her daughter's murder, the P.E. teacher at St. Angela's. Trudy McDuff, quirky principal of St. Angela's who loves to have fun with the students. Plot Summary and Analysis Chapters 1 to 3 Moriarty begins the novel by relating a crucial disruption in the lives of each of the three main characters, who have so many details in common. All three live in Australia, are Catholic or were raised Catholic, and have ties to St. Angela's, a Sydney Catholic school. For Cecilia, the disruption is finding a letter in the attic that features her husband's handwriting and is addressed to her, with instructions that it should only be opened in the event of his death. Tess learns that her cousin, with whom she was raised like a sister, and her husband are in love. Rachel is told that her son and daughter-in-law are taking her grandson, whom she considers her raison d'etre, to New York for two years. At the end of the chapters, each woman is left at a crucial point in her crisis. Cecilia, though she claims she has decided not to open the letter, lightheartedly asks her husband about it when he calls from his business trip to Chicago. She is met with silence on the other line. Tess decides to take Liam and fly to her mother's in Sydney. Rachel, who has always prided herself on being the kind of mother-in-law who does not interfere, 
tells her daughter-in-law that Jacob needs a haircut. Chapters 4 to 5 Finally breaking the silence on the other end of the line, John Paul asks Cecilia if she has read the letter, and she replies that she has not. He asks her not to, saying the letter is sappy and embarrassing. Cecilia agrees, but is convinced that he is lying. Meanwhile, Tess and Liam arrive at her mother's house in Sydney. Lucy O'Leary immediately guesses that Will and Felicity are having an affair and that Tess has come home to escape, not just to help Lucy with her broken ankle. Rachel, alone in her home, is eating a box of macaroons, a gift from daughter-in-law Lauren, so delicious that they make her think of sex for the first time in months. Her thoughts then shift to her murdered teenage daughter, Janie. Rachel's thoughts about Janie are so intense that they bring on an anxiety attack. Once the attack has subsided, Rachel wonders whether it was losing Janie or facing the loss of Jacob for two years.